The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got me rolling solo, but I'm going to do all I can for you while I can. Hey, guys, you know, it's a story that, that hits the, maybe some papers in the middle of it. In some places, it's going to be on the front page. And uh, in the South, it's definitely going to be a front page story. Two Alabama football players arrested for possession and weapons charges. Uh, Cameron Robinson, uh, offensive lineman and uh, three-year starter at University of Alabama, and um, and he was all SEC offensive lineman. And then there's uh, a defensive back, Lawrence Jones, and uh, apparently both of these young men are from Louisiana. They were I guess, probably on their way home. I don't know where, but they both got arrested in Louisiana. But um, and Nick Nick Satan and, uh, and um. And, they, and Saban says, hey, he's going to investigate, and they have not completed their investigation yet, and they're waiting to see what happens. And, you know, and I, and I, can, I can understand that. We have to wait and, and see the full investigation and see what goes on. But, um, you know, when we look at some of the things that are going on at Alabama, um, you know, in 2004, um, Ken, Kendrick Drake, Kenyon Drake, he was arrested. Um, in, 2000, in 2014, I mean, Kenyon Drake was arrested. Um, a defensive lineman, Jaron Reed, was arrested in July of 2014. Ryan Anderson. Uh, linebacker for University of Alabama. And all of these guys are from University of Alabama. January 20th, 2015, was arrested. Um, uh, Geno Smith, defensive back, University of Alabama. March 2015, um, defensive lineman Jonathan Taylor arrested. Uh, for domestic violence, and this was March 28, 2015. You know, and I guess I'm saying there's there's a pattern here, uh, um, Nick. What's going on, man? You got kind and you know, and I and I can continue on. April 2015, uh, cornerback Cyrus Jones 
arrested, third degree domestic violence, uh, suspended Alabama running back um, Tyron Jones, arrested, you know. Hey, but I guess I look at it, and, 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 and Nick, some of this stuff we can kind of, you know, maybe push under the rug or maybe say it's not a real big deal. But on the last one, when these two, when these two young men, um, I think both of them end up having weapons charges, that's, that's a pretty serious offense. And um, I think this is something that we really probably need to take a little closer look at because um, uh, when we start talking about these guns, I think that's, 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 a, big, that's a big, big deal. And we're talking about two young men that are actually... You know, I hope their careers are not over. Um, I can almost tell you right now, this this all SEC offensive lineman, if he can get himself together, um, Cam Robinson, um, this kid, I think he's six six three twenty five. He's that de- he was definitely going to be a a, um, a first round pick. And Robinson was Robinson was charged with felony possession of stolen firearms. Uh, and this is a serious offense. You know, like I said, this kid is 6'6", 325, all SEC first team. You know, and I get, <laughs> and this is the dumbest thing, too. They got arrested by sit, while sitting in a parking lot. Police approached them while sitting in a parking lot. And guess what? They smelled marijuana in the vehicle. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, they're all gone. If you're going to smoke, you need to be, I guess, riding and smoking. Now, by, by no means am I condoning any of this. By no means am I condoning any of this. But I'm just saying, you just can't get caught sitting in the parking lot. You know, you sit out like a, a sore thumb. They probably was the only car in the parking lot, too. They found an abandoned parking lot. Wow. Anyway, I just, I, I really wish these two young men well. Um, I, I really do. I think, I I think, um, you know, Lawrence Jones, um, you know, he, here's a young man. He, 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 Wow. So we're looking at him, and he's had a career ahead of himself. You know, and, and then, if nothing else, both of these young men were probably going to be graduating from college at some point in their life, hopefully if their grades were good enough or if they were on, some, on, on the right track. But, um... Hey, I, I I really am concerned when I see weapons because that's that's a serious offense. I mean, that's like you. Why do you have to have guns around? You know, why? I guess why are you in such fear of your of your life that you have to have guns around? You know, maybe you should have stayed in 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 Tuscaloosa. You know, maybe you should have stayed back there where the camp where the campus is. If you feel like you got to be walking around with a gun. Come on, man. You know, stay on campus. You know, now, wow. A lot of us stay on campus sometime in the summer because it's a lot more fun, a lot more stuff going on. You know, the campus is kind of dead, but boy, some of them girls that be in summer school, they be lonely. Come on, man. It's a lot of things going on. And then plus, you know, I guess going to the University of Miami, that's a whole nother story. You know, in the summertime, man, everybody was trying to get to the beach, trying to get the Kibis K, trying to get the whole over beach. Oh my goodness, there's just so much going on. Splashdown parties almost every weekend. Oh my, oh. 
man, bring back memories. I almost had a flashback right then. But I, maybe that's the reason y'all didn't go back to campus in Alabama. It's not a lot to do. But I'm sure it's more at, and I'm sure it's more going on in the camp on the campus, and then um, going on in um, Monroe, Louisiana. And um, I just think that I think both of these young men have made a made a bad decision. And um, I really hope that they can get some good lawyers and uh, some good support from uh, somewhere in Alabama. Don't just throw these kids to the side of the road. Um, help them if you don't. You know when this is when. This is when these young men need our help the most or need the university's help the most. You know, even if even if they can't come back and play football, let's don't let's don't throw them away and, and say you cannot come back to the campus because this is something that happened off campus. Or And if you do uh, take away their opportunity to come back to campus, give them an opportunity to finish their degrees, um, maybe through um, through the Internet or, or some other source. Come on, Nick. Have a heart and... Um, and be with these guys. Jumbo Fisher, you know, FSU coach. You know, I'm a big fan of Florida. Um, I, I like FSU. I have to say that, too, when they're playing anybody except Miami. Uh, and if they're playing the Gators, I'm pulling for FSU. Let's just make it clear. But uh, Jimbo Fisher, he, you know, every once in a while, he kind of gets out there a little bit. He says some things and does some things. And, uh, you know, he just went through a divorce a while back. We talked about that on previous shows. But but um, Jimbo Fisher comes out and says that um, he he turned down some, um, uh, some, <laughs> some NFL jobs. Jimbo said he, he, he turned down NFL jobs. Say, because, you know, that just wasn't, that wasn't what he was looking for at the time. He, he turned down NFL jobs. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm, I don't know. You know, I, I, I know the NFL has to be looking in all the places that they can to find coaches now, because some of these guys that we just see keep being recycled as coaches are not good coaches. So maybe Jimbo Fisher is ready for the NFL. Um, I, you know, when you see these guys lose their wives. I mean, they're putting in so much time in the office that they can't stay home and do nothing at home. And trust me, these guys put in a lot of time in the office. And uh, I think Jimbo Fisher might be ready for the NFL. I I, I really do. Um, you know, he he has a he has some things to prove still in college, but um, I I think he's uh he's a good candidate. And um, at the age he is right now, you know um. He's 50 years old. I think this is the, the perfect time for him to go in the NBA. And trust me, if um, if 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 if, uh, if the San Francisco 49ers can hire a reject from the Philadelphia Eagles and Skip Kelly, and I think um, I think really. Chip Kelly, I really think that Jimbo Fisher is ready for the M- in the NFL. I think Jim Chip Kelly got got put in the NFL on a hoax of an offense that was was good for college football, maybe even good for high school football. But we see now that it's a bang for your buck to be a quarterback and play that position in the NFL. And I'll never forget. When I, 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 I was not far from here, this guy, Alvin Wyatt, who ran the Wyatt Bone, which was a quite 
similar to what we see now as the um, as, as the spread offense. But Wyatt has sometimes two and three backs in the backfield or, or two backs in the backfield, and he would run this same kind of Wyatt bone. And I asked the offense coordinator once, I said, man, how many quarterbacks do you guys have? He said, we have five quarterbacks, and we – actually intend to play sometime at least three because they are such an intricate part of the offense that they're just like running backs. And when I when I heard that, I knew that this was not an offense that major major college football teams can run. Because we see we see it happening now that um that these major college football teams they can't they can't keep quarterbacks. Texas A&M last year at one point was on their third or fourth string quarterback. You just can't play. You can't win and and think that your quarterback is going to be a running back. And um, I think Chip Kelly has figured it out. You know, he's he, he's figured it out. You can run a little bit of spread every once in a while, but you can't make that your your main your main stay in in any offense. And I think Chip Kelly has had a tough time adjusting to that. And I really think that if he thinks he's going to go to San Francisco and run that spread offense and run that veer offense and have Colin Kaepernick run the ball and tuck it away, he's he's in for a big surprise. Colin Kaepernick won't make six games if that's what he intends on doing with him. That just is that's just not going to happen. It's not going to work. I don't see it being a good plan at all. But let's get back to let's get back to Jimbo Fisher. I think Jimbo Fisher, I really think Jimbo Fisher could be a good good candidate for a lot of NFL teams. Because trust me, there are still a lot of NFL teams that are that are gonna be looking for coaches next year. And um and and you know, I was thinking about something today that now that we're talking about NFL coaches, Tom Coughlin continues to say he wants to come back and coach an NFL team. Now, Tom, we know you you got a little age on you, but Tom says he wants to come back and coach an NFL team. I can see Tom Coughlin coming back and coaching somebody's NFL team this year if, if one of these NFL teams decide to say, hey, this coach is not getting it done. We're going to fire him at the end of the season. Why don't we just bring Tom Coughlin back in and make this season respect, respectable? Janisha is on on the line. What's going on, Janisha? What's happening? How you doing, Daryl? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> good, good. What's 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 happening in your sports in your sports life today, tonight? Well, getting ready to start watching the Cavaliers Raptor game tonight, so wanted to touch a little on that. Wow, I, I really think LeBron got this thing locked down. You know, I don't think it's a it's an issue with LeBron and and um, Toronto. I think he has this locked down. And what you think? Yeah, I think he's got it locked down. But my question is, you know, I'm not. I don't know a whole lot about sports, but and basketball. But all the flopping, it just looks so fake. What's that all about? And the, the fouls, and you know, should his own teammate be uh, charged a foul for hitting his, hitting his own teammate? You know, that flopping mess is actually something that came from um, European soccer. And if you've ever watched a soccer match, a professional soccer match, these guys fall on the ground, grab their ankles or their knees, and then they wail around like someone stabbed them in the throat with an 
ice pick. And then they get up after the referee gives someone a yellow card or a red card. They get up and act like it's nothing. You know, it's just really ridiculous. And, uh, and, it's, and it's actually become an issue in professional basketball. But the NBA does have rules set in place where they find these guys big-time money for flopping. And, um, you know, I, LeBron is not one of the worst floppers in the NBA. You know, we've, we've had some, some bad floppers in the NBA. Uh, Reggie Miller comes to mind. He was a former uh, great player for the Indiana Pacers. Um, but I, I would agree with you. I don't, I don't like flopping. I think it's, uh, it's not good for the game. And, and, it, and it delays the game, too, because these guys pretend like they're so hurt. And then you look up, and they're not hurt. Yeah, but what did you see? The, did you see the incident with um, with uh, Draymond Green where he kicked uh, Mr. Adams for Toronto the other day? Um, kicked him in the groin, and now he's saying it wasn't blatant or he didn't intend to do that. Now I don't think Adams was faking or flopping on that. Did you see that, Janice? Matt, do we still have him on? Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Did you did you hear me when I asked you about um about uh, Draymond Green for the um for um the Golden State? He kicked the the gentleman in the groin the other day. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yes, sir. I um I think that one was intentional. That I think one was that was all intentional. intentional. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think so too. And um, you know, they came out and said that he will not be suspended for a game. Now, I think. What do you think about that? You know, I, I don't think that uh, somebody should be purposely injured like that, you know, just to, you know, gain a couple points or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. He probably should sit out a game. Well, they said he's not going to be suspended. And uh, I think the reason being is because I really think um, the NBA wants to see um, – I, I really think they want to see Golden State back in the championship. They want to see Golden State against um against LeBron James, and we're not going to yeah. see that. We're not going to see that if if Draymond Green can't play a game. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, you enjoy the game tonight, and who are you pulling for to win this whole series? Ooh, I don't know. I, I think I'm still going for LeBron. No. I think I'm going for LeBron, too. And I've not been a LeBron James fan my, in my life, but I, I think I'm going for him. I, I, I'd love to see him take it home to, um, to Cleveland. Yep. Me, too. I agree. Yep. Well, hey, we, we got a minute left, and uh, you want to get – we got a minute left before they go to break. Uh, you want to give a shout-out to anybody before you go? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to my son, Javon – for winning his tournament. Oh, nice. Any home runs? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Javon hit a home run, but he played real well this weekend. He did real good. Beautiful. We expect nothing less. All right. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, and don't be a stranger. Call the Sports Info, your radio show, every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. We're here. Thanks. Peace out, guys. Hey, guys, we'll be back right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Uh, we got Chris on the line, and he wants to talk about Jimbo Fisher turning down NFL jobs. And he wants to talk about the NBA. What do you think about that Jimbo Fisher turning out NFL jobs, Chris? Uh, I really think that he did right as of now. I just don't see him as an NFL head coach. I kind of see him more as like an NFL offensive coordinator, but I really don't think he's leaving where he's at to be an offensive coordinator anywhere. No, nah, he's definitely not going anywhere to be an offensive coordinator for anybody. Now, he, he, he probably will be an NFL coach one day. Uh, he's only 51 years old. He's a right. He's a really good age for an NFL quarterback. He just got divorced. That's a real good thing for an NFL coach. Uh, you know, because um, them guys don't have no time for nothing but football. Other than football. You know, so, you know, and, and that's part of the reason he, he got divorced because uh, he didn't have time for, uh, for his family. But for his wife. Let's just keep it real. Uh, but anyway, exactly. um, Jimbo Fisher is is a candidate for an NFL job. I don't know where, but he's going to have quite a few to choose from next year. And um, the Dallas Cowboys might be a good pick and a good fit for Jerry Jones and Jimbo Fisher. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't I'm like that one. Right I don't now, like that one. Jerry Jones and Jimbo Fisher. I'm telling you, man, um, Dallas, like Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys could easily find their way with, um, with, with Jimbo Fisher next year. But it's just not, it's just not them. It, it, like I said, there's quite a few teams out there. Uh, and, and I'll say this. Rex Ryan is already on the hot seat. Rex Ryan <laughs> is already on the hot seat. This is second year in Buffalo, and he already on the hot seat. He could be in Buffalo uh, next year. Jumbo fish. Jumbo, the thing is, when you have a good coach, you can pretty much be wherever you want to be. They'll make it happen. If they want you and you want to be there, they'll make it happen. So it really doesn't matter who what coach is in place if they're not winning. If they want Jimbo and think they can win, they'll they'll let, they'll they'll uh, eat that those million dollar contracts to go get the coach they want. Yeah, they'll go get him for sure. And and um, I just really think that Jimbo Fisher is a good candidate. Um, He's had a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, I think he's won a national championship since he's been at Florida State. Uh, so he has. I, I think I think he's he's done 
what he came there to do, you know, and some. And so I really think that um, he's put some great players in the NFL, too. Let's don't forget that. And he has some he, awesome first-round draft picks. And the one thing he did that probably, probably he will not get the most credit for is that he made us not say if Bobby Bowden was there, if, he, if what Bobby did this and Bobby did that. No, Jimbo came in there and did not miss a beat. We never really exactly. said if Bobby Bowden had what it, when I'm old days. When, no, Jimbo came in and took the team, took that team to another level. And you got to give him credit for that. He really and, did. And he if, did. And if, he did and, and you know that had to be one of his goals when he got there is to take this team to another level, win another, win a national championship, Heisman Trophy winner, many first round draft picks. I think he's done what he set out to do at Florida State, and it's time for him at 50 years old take take your game to the next level, especially when they want you. True. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Do you think he's he's trying to be one of those coaches like a Bobby Bowden who really don't want to go to the NFL, who wants to make that legacy and? And have the building in front of Florida State. Do you see him as one of those coaches? No, 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 no. I see him. I see him more of a, um, of a. I see him more like a Jimmy Johnson kind of guy. You know what I mean? He want to take it to the next level, and uh, and I think he really. Okay. He, I, I think he really want a little bit more of that Hollywood stardom, and he's never ever gonna get that in the hills of T- Tallahassee. Just ain't gonna happen. I've got to kind of disagree a little bit with that one, though. Because you got to look at it like this. Nick Saban is pretty much being paid just as good as the lower-end NFL coaches. Almost, give or take a few million. But what happens is if, they, if Jimbo Fisher can get the price that they're offering to NFL coaches, I really think he might stay, just like Nick Saban. Nick Saban's not going anywhere. Maybe to another college gig, but he's not leaving college anymore. He's not. And I think that might be what Jimbo is. Well, the difference in them is um, Nick Saban went to the NFL and got his behind toe out the frame. You understand what a I'm saying? A couple years in a row. <laughs> right. behind toe out the frame. <laughs> and guess who else did it? Steve Spurrier did the same thing and got his behind toe out the frame. You feel and what I'm yes, saying? They did. And we might be saying that same thing about Chip Kelly in a couple years. We just haven't seen it yet. Because you know, right now he's gotten his behind toe out the frame. He ain't really did nothing. You know, he went to the playoffs. Yeah, he had a couple nine and sevens and sevens and nines. Yeah, he had yeah. a nine and seven and a couple seven and nines. Nothing, nothing spectacular. Nothing right home about. So I'm saying, you know, Jimbo Fisher. What does he have to lose? Coming back to college football. Yeah, but if he loves it, it, that, if he it, loves it, that, that's what it is. And I agree. But if he has any aspirations of playing college football, of going to the NFL, here's the time to do it. He just divorced his wife, man. What better time? You get Florida State one more year, and then you gone, you know? You got bad yeah. memories in Tallahassee anyway, you know? Come on. Fresh start. Nice yeah. fresh start. No, I'm, but I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But I just really think that Jimbo Fisher is going to be one of those guys. He almost threw his name in the hat. You know, he threw his, his name in the hat said, hey, um, last year I turned down some NFL jobs. He's really saying, hey, this year – I think I might be ready to look at some of these NFL jobs. Because he wouldn't have said that otherwise. If he was not interested in NFL, even if he was talked to, even if he talked to some NFL teams last year, he wouldn't have brought that up if he didn't have any thought or passion or desire to go to the NFL. 
I definitely agree with that. I really, and I, and I see where you're coming from when you say that. Because that's one of those things, if they're they making an announcement at the beginning, I, I love where I'm at, and I'm staying there. They wouldn't bring up anything about the NFL. You're right. They would not bring up anything about another job, period. You understand what I'm saying? That's true. Could you imagine how many people, how many times Bobby Biden was approached about going to the NFL? And what did he say every time? No, we never even heard about it. Because never he heard never about had it. Never any desire it. to play or to coach anywhere else but Florida State. You understand what I'm saying? That's true. So, and you can say that about, um, about uh, Joe Paterno. I'm sure he had some NFL yep. coach approach him at some point. But as a public, we never heard about it because they never had any desire. But on the, on the flip side, we look at our boy Jimbo. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey, I, I got approached last year by some NFL team, and I told him no. He, what is he really saying? Hey, man, I'm really a little bit interested this year. I think I might take one of those jobs. Um, I've been here long enough. Um, <laughs> I've done what I yeah. set out to do here. And uh, I, think, I think it's time for me to, um, to move on. Yeah, I can see that. So, like, I probably, said, I probably probably took it a little too far by turning those jobs down. I might have made a scene, but I didn't mean to make that scene. So I'm going to just let y'all know I'm still a little interested. Come back and try me next year. I, I think you're right. Now, Chris, you know, uh, we're right in the heart of the NBA, Eastern Conference, and the Western Conference. And I think the last time we talked, I think you, you said something about uh, maybe um, Tim Duncan might might do something this year. But we see that Russell Westbrook um, has become a much settled player, a smarter player. And one of the things I see about Russell Westbrook that a lot of people are not talking about he has a new coach this year that almost coached this team with a college mentality. The guy called timeout anytime. He, he, he may have a 10-point lead and call timeout. You don't really see that exactly. in the NBA. The guy, will, the, the, the guy he huddles his team up. He's right in, involved with them. I really think this guy is, 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 is the right coach for this team. I think Billy Donovan, he he did the right thing. He got he got approached by Orlando Magic some years back and turned the job down. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of years later, here it is, a great team with two two superstars come to him and say, "Hey, come and coach our team." His first year, he has this team in the Western Conference Championship. I think this guy's a great coach. Um, he's he. He's a person that said, hey, let me see if I can take my game to the next level. I've done all I can here. I've done all I've wanted to do here. And I'm still young. That is true. And one thing I can say about him is he actually has, Russell Westbrook has always been a great player. But he has Russell Westbrook playing out of his mind defense. And his defense is leading into more offensive transitional points. And it's ridiculous. And Russell Westbrook is the, you still got Kevin Durant, but Russell Westbrook is really taking control of this team. With, instead of trying to do it by himself, he's actually like playing with Kevin Durant for the first time. Billy Donovan is doing a good job of preaching team and that they're all listening. They want to win, so they're listening to this team aspect. So I love it. I love it. I love it, too. I, I, it's so exciting to see, man. And, um, and, and, and the one thing I think, another thing that people are not talking about with that game, with Golden State and OK and Oklahoma City, Golden State chased Michael Jordan's record so hard. This team looks fatigued. We no one's talking about that, 
But this team looks tired. They make bad plays. They miss shots, miss, miss the whole rim, air ball shots, man. I mean, this team is not a, a, a fresh, let's go fight every, time, every night kind of team right now. I mean, they, they look a little frustrated, fluttered. And they, they, this, that's one thing we're not talking about is that this team chased the record, but they don't look fresh right now. They really don't. They really don't. I think that they tried so hard to get it that they 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 say, you know what? Well, we we got enough talent to still win the championship, but you can't do it with head, with dead legs, and that's what they they finding out right now. I think that's what they're finding out right now. You you can't do it with dead legs, and um and this team has has dead legs, and and you know. And, and some of the players on this team, you don't even hear from them for, for periods of time. This guy Barnes, you wonder what is he doing on the floor sometimes. He don't shoot. He, what is he doing? You know, I don't understand exactly. that. But, hey, this team really looks tired to me. Um, and and Steve Kerr, hey, he, 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 he he's probably a little bit tired because here's a guy mm-hmm. that, didn't, that didn't coach most of the season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's true. Yeah. Well, on the other true. on the other side, I think LeBron James um is really just on cruise control. I think um I think the game the loss the other night might even be good for Cleveland. Um I think just like um Billy Donovan, I think I think Tyrone Lou has this team playing at a different level. They play with a, with a different flow. Everybody's touching the ball. It's not just LeBron, one-man one band. I really like how this team is playing. Oh, I do as well. And uh, the one thing I do give Tyrone Lou respect for is that he actually, LeBron was trying to tell him how to coach, and he actually told him to shut up, I got this. And because everybody kept saying Tyrone Lou was a puppet, but he showed you in the middle of the game, like, LeBron, I don't care how good you are, I got this. Like, let me do my job. Just let me. Trust me enough to let me do my job. Right. So I like that. I like that, too. I like that too, and I I really like Tyrone Lue. I think um I think he's going to have a great career in this league, you know. Um, and before I let you go, um, you know, what I hear is that uh Jeff Hornacek is might be the Knicks head coach. Yep, they let him be it. He is. It's official. That's ridiculous. You know, Hornacek coached the worst team in the league last year, and that team had the worst chemistry. They literally just fell apart. Uh, and I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns. And they tried to hold him around as long as they could, and they just couldn't. I just don't see him being a good fit for the New York Knicks, the, uh, the, a storied franchise in the NBA. Hornacek, New York Knicks, that don't go together. Nope, and I really think what they're doing is buying their time to get the coach that they want. Whoever that is, I guess he's not available yet, but because that's not a Phil Jackson guy. He's not a, a, a triangle guy. He's not a he's not a winner. And Phil Jackson, no. I really think, is wanting a winner right now. Uh, he should come back and coach the team himself. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to say he didn't want a part-time you... coach. What's that? Oh, I was just saying that uh, he didn't want a part-time coach. They uh-huh. didn't fit Carmelo Anthony. But go ahead. Hey, but um, mm-hmm. before I let you go, you know, there's a rumor out there that I started a while back that LeBron James is going to go to one of the big-time franchises in the next couple of years. Probably not, not this year, not at the end of this year, probably after the end of next year. And he's going to be a player coach probably with the Los Angeles Lakers. 
two years from now and try to bring a championship out to L.A. You know, he's going to be starring in that Space Jam movie, that new one. I heard that. I haven't heard. I heard. I haven't seen the previews or anything yet. Yeah, he's starring in that he's new Space in the Jam. Work. So in three years, in two years, in two years, he'll be going to L.A. to be a player coach for the L.A. Lakers. And he's probably going to have Durant with him. And he's probably going to have Kevin Durant with him. He got to have somebody with him because he'll be old then. Yeah, he's going to have Kevin Durant with him. Yeah. Hey, well, Chris, okay. we're going to have to let you go, man. And, hey, thanks for calling. All right. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9. We appreciate it. All right, not a problem. My pleasure. Thanks. Hey, uh, Matt, we got Ken still? Matt, we yeah, got Ken still. on the line? Ken, what's going yeah. on? Hey, man, how you doing? I heard you talking about uh, dead legs and all that stuff, man. Why you want to take away from the uh, the, the skill of the, of the OKC Thunder? Them boys just out, man, they they, they got, they. I, I don't agree with that dead leg stuff. Well, Ken, I, yeah. I would agree that Billy Donovan has done an excellent job coaching this team. And I would agree well, yeah. that, 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 um, that Kevin Durant is, is a superstar. And, and yeah, there's and no also, question that Russell Westbrook is probably the best player left in the NBA playing right now out of the four teams. Yeah, right. You know I agree. So and I'm I not think, taking anything take, away from them. But I we, think know Donovan, well, we know how well uh, Golden, uh, Golden State was shooting the ball. But at the same time, yeah. when your leg's not fresh, that's, a, that's the first thing to go is a jump shot. But wait a minute now. You gotta understand they they've been being they've been out they've been out rebounding every game they lost to OKC. Okay, they've been out rebound. They are you know I'm telling you, okay, Billy Donovan got them boys playing defense like they've never played in OKC. Okay, they haven't played that kind of defense before. The bigs are even playing better. The bigs, you know, they don't you know the only time Stephon Curry ain't been getting off because they've been banging him. They've been keeping people on him. And even the bigs, when those guys try to take that ball inside, with the exception of uh, what's that other kid's name, uh, the play with Curry, the you, them boys, and then Russell Westbrook in there grabbing rebounds. They are rebounding them, man. They are rebounding. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook don't get a triple double most of the time for nothing. He's always in there. Um, That's what I'm pulling saying. Down, pulling down boards, so, you know. Hey, so I don't. Hey, know, I'm, I'm not. I just don't agree with your point that Golden State's legs are dead. I think that a lot of times these guys, well, you know, I think these guys are like like athletes everywhere. You know, you're playing a seven-game series, and it's hard to get up all the time. You know, you know, you know, you got to fly across country. You got to get on a plane. You know, you know. I just think sometimes these guys, we expect too much of these guys. Hey, you know, Ken, yeah. Hold, hold, hold that thought. Because we got to take a quick commercial break. Okay. And we go, when right. we get back, these guys play every other day. Most of the time during the season, they play back-to-back. Sometimes back-to-back-to-back. Hey, guys, we'll so, be right back right. after this message, after these messages. Okay. With more sports oh. info and kids. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, Ken, I, I, I'll say it again. Uh, I, really, I really think that when we look at Golden State and the shots that they're missing, I, I'm not taking anything away from um, from um, OKC, but I think their legs are a little bit. I don't think they're as fresh as the team they're playing. I don't Why? Think Why don't you think that? Don't they? Don't they all play the same number of games? No, nah, I think I think a lot of teams in the NBA they they rest some of their players throughout the regular season for the playoff. I think all the teams. Matter of fact, that was one of the questions that we constantly had with uh, with uh, with Golden State. Uh, are you going to mm-hmm. rest any of your guys, or are y'all going to chase the record? And they said no. They we're want, not resting anybody. We chasing the record. And I think they everybody else was doing what? What was everybody else doing? Mm-hmm. They were resting their yeah. players a little bit. For the playoffs, uh-huh. and I think uh, so are you I think, saying, uh-huh. I think we're seeing a little bit of that now. I really do. Okay. And you know, and, and, and some people, some people are going to say, "Hey, well, no, this this series is going to go seven games." That that's what we're looking. That's what we're looking at. I agree. I I don't. I think go to. I think I think Oklahoma. Um, I think they have this wrapped up. I think it might go might go five. Well, also, but but you know, I think a lot. I think we also miss the uh, one one. A lot of times, looking at these guys compete, we we forget also too that uh, it is entertainment and business. And you know, uh, a lot of times, I think sometimes, you know, there's a there's a there's an agenda, big business has an agenda that may not be the same agenda as the guys on the floor. So when you say these guys decided to chase the record, well, hey, that's a choice. Was that a choice that they made or was that a choice that was made by, the, you know, the guys upstairs? And they're paying for it now. So, you know, I'm not giving them a, I'm not giving them a pass. I think that may be a factor, but I also think that OKC, Billy Donovan has got OKC playing defense. Like they, I've never seen them play before. Uh, also, you, I agree with you with Cleveland. Tyrone Liu has got them playing uh, like I've never seen them play before. So it's going to be very interesting this uh, this final because it's going to be. I think OKC is going to win as well. It's going to be OKC versus uh, Cleveland. I, I, I think you're right, and I think. Um... When we look at the finals, man, 
Um, I really think that um, it could be something really special if we're looking at Cleveland and mm. Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think that could be something real special. I don't. Yes, I, 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 I I really think um, I think Golden State. They've kind of been a little, little kind of. I'm not. I'm not gonna say cocky per se. Yeah. I, I really yeah, think they. <laughs> you know, I, I really think okay. they kind of been sowing their oats a little bit. It's okay. I mean, they they're good. They're they a good, are good team. They're a good team. I ain't. You can't take anything from them because you know they're good. Stephon Curry's good. Draymond Green's good. I always forget that other kid's name, but I like him too. Uh, um, the guy that, you know, what's his name? Barnes. No, no, the other kid is on the floor with Curry to play power forward. I always forget his name. Uh, oh, oh, Iguodala. Who? No, Iguodala? not Iguodala. The starter. He's a starter. Okay. Well, um, his dad played uh, in the pros. Bogut? Andrew Bogut. No, his dad. He plays for. Oh, oh Clay Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Yeah, I don't Clay know why I can never remember his name. Yeah, Clay Thompson. Yeah. Right, that kid, that kid, that kid. Now, see, that kid can go anywhere and play. You know, hey, because he has I, the bill and the body for it. So, you know, I, I'm just waiting to see what these guys are going to do after this year. Uh, maybe you know, it's going to be very interesting to see if they stay together. You know, I really think that team has a chance of staying together. Now, on the other hand, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, I don't think that mm-hmm. team has a chance. They have no chance of staying together. Uh, Kevin Durant, I think he, mm-hmm. he's too big for the market, and uh, mm-hmm. Westbrook is bigger than Kevin Durant in any market. And I really think when we start looking at L.A., New York, Miami, those kind of markets, New Jersey, those kind of markets, man, these teams mm-hmm. are they, with with this with this new um, salary cap that they're going to have in the NBA. It's so much money for these guys to go out and make make max money that I don't see right. them staying in Oklahoma when you could be in Miami and you have endorsement right. deals or you could be in, in New York City where you have endorsement deals that are almost as big as big as a Nike deal that you're wearing on your feet. So it's yeah. just you know and it's just not that kind of money in Oklahoma. Not to right. say that there's not money there, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not LA Money, but uh, but wait a minute. The deal, you know, we're in a we're in a global market. You can be anywhere and do a deal. You ain't got to be in New York City to do a deal in New York City. You know, he can. You can be. What I'm saying, if those guys win the championship and they can do it, they I think they can beat Cleveland. I th- I think they can beat Cleveland too. I, I really I think, think they if they get Cleveland. get in it, they have a serious shot at, at taking the whole thing. I really mm-hmm. do. But then, I'm gonna tell you something though. If it comes down to a seven-game series and the final game is on Cleveland's floor, Cleveland's going to take it. They, you know, because, you know, they're going to have to take a game in Cleveland to, to, you know, to convince me. But if they can take a game in Cleveland, they got a good chance of beating Cleveland. And I also remember that comment you made about LeBron in two years. That makes, I, that's, that's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. We like to start rumors on this show, Ken. Good, that, but I, I like what, I like where you're going with that because the only thing that I think that will keep number one keep Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City they got to win a championship there, okay? Uh, that that that'll maybe be the only thing that will keep him there. As far as LeBron, 
LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland until he wins a championship. And then your hypothesis makes a lot of sense because then, you know, he will be able to go anywhere he wants because he will be known as the kingmaker because you're already known as the king. So you just yeah. go here, there, and bring him a championship. Here, there, you know, LA, bring him a championship in L.A., Get him a couple of players to compliment him. I like what you said with Kevin Durant. Bang, that sounds good. Imagine getting Dwayne Wade to leave Miami for one last run. Yeah, and, and where, would, where would Dwayne Wade go if he left Miami? L.A.? With LeBron, L.A. With LA. LeBron. Yeah, with he LeBron. might That's go to New to York, but it'd be L.A. Right. or New York. That'd be one of the only exactly. places he would go. Um, exactly. Hey, and, and, and check this out now. You mm-hmm. know, you and I remember the last people that were probably player coaches. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and one of the ones, the last one I think I can remember was Hornacek for uh, the mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek was the last player coach that I remember. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and, and JoJo White, he was a, a player yep, coach. JoJo White, that's point. true. Yep, that's Bill right. Russell, Bill Russell was a player coach. A player coach, yeah. You know, I remember him player coach like maybe in like 71 or something like that, you know. But he he was one of the last people to be a player coach. So it's not so far-fetched that we could see something like that happening. Not at all. Not at all. But but these guys are so intelligent now, you know, I mean, they're all, they're all, uh, all, you know, I think, I don't know if player coach... It's something I think they all carry that mantle because these guys are so intelligent and they're such students of the game that uh, you know just you, if you want to give them the title player coach fine but I think when I look at them all the way they communicate and talk on the field floor they all player coaches you know yeah. <laughs> they all no, it's I, just the, just the nature of the game and how how cerebral the game has gotten you know it's not just jump you. shooting and layups yeah. well Ken. Thanks yes, for calling the show, man. Don't be a stranger. I enjoyed it. Yep, it's I always won't, good. I won't. Yep. yep, I enjoyed it. And we got to get together and play some golf when you get when you feel a little bit Please, better, man. Let me know something. A, yeah, give me a. You know, I'm listen. Saturday, uh, a buddy of mine who works with the Pentagon, he's supposed to be coming to town on the 28th. We're supposed to be coming down to Palm Coast with Paul and playing at there at the uh, right there in Bunnell. And I hey, was going to tell you to call you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday, the twenty eighth. Let me know. You know that's my home course. Well, Paul. Well, Paul said he was going to set a time, so give him a call because I he will. didn't know if he was going to have to play, go to a, ref, uh, to a graduation. So I if will. he can't go, we can play with you. All right, hey Ken, don't be a stranger. Yeah. Call the Sports Info okay, on Radio Show on the Voice America every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock. We're here for you. Okay, buddy. Peace. It's always good. Hey, guys, um, Pop Warner has decided that the kickoff will be eliminated in the three youngest divisions of its football. You know, a couple years ago, the NFL uh, contemplated on whether it would eliminate kickoffs in in, in the NFL, in the highest football that we look at. Well, Pop Warner, the, the lowest division of football that we look at and watch or participate in, has decided that the kickoff will no longer be a part of their game. Uh, I, 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 I can see where they could make this decision. I see why they think this is a, a, a health issue and um, they, don't be a, they don't want kids to get hurt. Uh, concussions is definitely a concern. And 
and trust me, um, the recent uh, influx of concussions and concerns about concussions and conversations about concussions has to be one of the reasons that kickoffs is no longer part of uh, Pop Warner football. Kobe Bryant has told um, the Inside the NBA or one of these NBA shows that he's not going to be a part of that. Um, that's not what he's going to be doing. And, you know, Kobe Bryant has been in L.A. playing for the Lakers his entire career. You know, Kobe Bryant is, if anything, he'll be in movies, man, making movies, producing movies, because these are the kind of connections he has. You know, hey, we got Tracy on hold. Tracy, what's going on? Hi, Uncle D. How are you today? Man, I'm doing so good. I thought we had thought we had lost you. You got the floor. What's happening, LeBron James? Is he gonna take the whole championship this year? I'm not a big LeBron fan. And my coworkers and I were talking today, and I thought I would bring this up to you. Do you think it's a conspiracy that at the end of the year, the NBA already mastermind who's going to be in the final, and they call they call uh, refs and call uh, things to make sure that the two people they want is going to be get the biggest profit and gain revenue and gain watching. So do you think the Cavaliers and the uh, Warriors are going to be in the final? If your, if your theory is true, then we will definitely be seeing the, um, the, the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Now, if nobody theory, wants a boring final, four, uh, final two. I don't think it's going to be boring regardless, regardless of, of who's playing the Cavaliers. I think if Oklahoma plays the Cavaliers, I think we're going to see a very exciting series. And I think if your theory is true, it will definitely be Golden State against LeBron James. And I'm an OKC fan. I like Kevin Durant. I think it's his time. I think it's past time for him to have a ring on his finger. So I want um, Kevin Durant to, you know, go ahead and win it out. You want Durant to win, but are you going against your theory? Your theory is, is I that know, the I know, I know. It's a theory that we brought up, and I'm going against the theory, but, you know, I still like Durant. I think Durant is a really great player, an awesome person, and Westbrook has been playing some really good team. And it's kind of like the new coach, come on. That's just like the icing on the cake for him. So you're saying that if, if Westbrook plays LeBron James in the championship, that there is no conspiracy theory in the NBA? That they that's play my, that's to what I'm win the my best team. My feel that it's a conspiracy. It's already mapped out. That they're going to be plays and calls that are going to be just a little too much on the Warriors side or Cavalier side just to make sure they get to the final two. I I would disagree, and I I, I really disagree, and I'm because um you know I've 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 played football at the highest level, and I think guys play as hard as they can now. I, I I really think some guys could get paid from time to time to a point where they don't uh, play at their highest level, but I don't think we see that in professional, and I definitely don't think we see that when it gets to these championship games. I think we see that kind of stuff in college. Guys maybe can get caught up with bookies or something, but in the pros, they get paid so much money that no one can get to them by saying, hey, I'll pay another 50000 if you blow the game. No, that don't happen in professional, in professional sport. And I really think the best teams win. Because right now, we look at this game, man, this score is like what? Even in this Cavaliers game right now, the score is like what? 22-25? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's close. You know, it's, it's really close. And the Raptors are winning. You know? So they're, we, we're almost saying, hey, Cleveland is going to be in the championship, but if they lose tonight, what are we saying tomorrow? It's going to be a rest game. 
Hey. Hey. I agree. Okay, you got another second. You got Taylor. Taylor wants to give you an important message. Go ahead, Taylor. Give me an important message. We got 30 seconds. I'm going to listen. All right, Go ahead. you got 30 seconds. Make it quick. Tell them, say, we didn't win the championship. We didn't win the championship, but we got second place. And what happened to you coming to my game? Man, you know, I just just talked to my wife today, and I was like, we got to go see one of Taylor's games this weekend. And she said, we got to see the schedule because maybe they play next week. Hey, baby, I'm making it up to you because guess what? We going to Daytona Lagoon this summer on Uncle Daryl. Oh, she's going to love it. All on me. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM. And thanks, Tracy, for calling right, and sharing that with me. And Taylor, we'll have lunch together soon. Love you guys. And guys, bye. thank you for calling and being a part of the Sports Info UM radio show. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.